Hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. It's a podcast where we talk about real ministry for the majority. I'm Andy George, and I am joined, as always, with Ken hey. Hester. What's up? The constant. <laughs> We're still missing Jamie. You know, I mean... Still missing. It, she was on a retreat with yeah. our worship department. Yeah. Came back, and now she's like off doing other ministry work. Yeah. I'm like... We should know. have her as a special guest one week. <laughs> I know, right? I know. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, welcome to everybody who are listening to this podcast. We really do hope that this podcast is a blessing to you and hopefully a help to you. And of course, as always, Ken, what do we want the good listeners to do with us and well, for us? Well, you always, you want to subscribe. If you haven't do subscribed it. yet, do it. I mean, what are you waiting for? I don't know. You can do it right now. You can do it right now. <laughs> subscribe. It's just a little button. It That's says subscribe. It yep. Subscribe, uh, comment, share it. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, rate it. We'd love to have five stars. Yep. Uh, you know, positive vibes only, people. Mm-hmm. That's you right. Know? So we got enough things going on in the world today. <laughs> there's enough. We, we shouldn't one star anyone. Yeah, there's enough three star <laughs> and lower happening. We want to be the five star, but we are very grateful for those of you who listen. listen. And of course, the reason for this podcast, let's just kind of reframe it. We've been doing this now for several yeah, months. Yeah, few months. Yeah, yeah, several months now. Mm-hmm. And the tagline, you know, real ministry for the majority, it, Obviously, it doesn't mean that people aren't doing real ministry, you know, <laughs> but what it, what it really means is that there's a lot of you listening right now that are dealing with stuff, and you're dealing with the same stuff that we're dealing with, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things that no matter how big or small your church is or your staff is or your budget is, that at the core of it, we're all going to deal with. You know, we're all right. going to face certain things, we, and we all have to work with people, <laughs> so... If nothing else, we it's, all have to work with people. Usually what makes the church. Yeah. You know. So as we were planning this one, the time of this recording, whether whenever you're listening to it, we are recording this uh, in the beginning of August, and fall is right around the corner. Yep. And in fact, it's coming real quick, mm-hmm. uh, like very quickly. And so... And the most unique fall that we've ever yeah, really... Yeah. You know, and I don't know where our, all our listeners are listening from. I know we have some overseas, and there's listeners overseas right now where you're back to lockdown i've seen that happen mm-hmm. or back to limited yep. you know limited ability to do things and then of course here in our in the united states it's all over the map yeah and we're about schools are already starting here mm-hmm. in raleigh and high schools start in about two weeks and the first week of school here uh, one of the schools sent 200 kids home to quarantine because five kids you know and, and whatever <laughs> whatever your stance is politically scientifically religiously on yep. all the above it's what's facing us right now. Exactly. And and we're still trying to get back into the swing of things. So all that to say that this podcast is fall is coming. I thought Ken and I had to have a good conversation about just what we're experiencing over the last year and then kind of what we're looking forward to going back into the fall. I think that a lot of people are probably feeling the same things as we are. Yeah. So today, today is going to be more of a conversation. You know, a lot of times we try to give you guys some resources. We start to answer some questions and things like that. But sometimes you just need to sit down and, yeah. and have a conversation around some things. But the one big thought today is you are not alone. Yep. And you need to be reminded of that, that yeah. there, are, there are tons of ministries all around the country, all around the globe that are experiencing, as you mentioned, Andy, ups and downs and ins and outs um, and mm-hmm. different things at different levels, but we're in this together and we're all moving the gospel forward yeah. in unique ways, in ways that maybe we didn't expect or plan for, but the gospel is still being moved forward. And yeah. when we can find some encouragement 
from maybe a podcast or from someone down the road. You mentioned that you saw a pastor at lunch this past Sunday after church, and just to have a, a, a brief conversation with him and encourage him and him encourage you. Mm-hmm. Those are the types of things we need we need more of, yeah. especially in this season. Well, yeah, and the more that you have those conversations, or at least listen to people like us, you realize that you really aren't alone. That yep. that sometimes I think in ministry, and let's just talk about this first, it's the isolation piece of ministry. Mm-hmm. So as a pastor, sometimes it's hard to find people that you can talk to. Right. I mean, let's just call it what it is, right? For sure. Pastors have a low level of trust with people because they've been burned so many times. Mm-hmm. So there's probably pastors or people in ministry in general listening to this where you've been burned by somebody before because you've opened up or you said something yep. or you mentioned something and then all of a sudden it turned into... You know, you get stabbed in the back, or you, you know, the, the trust has been broken, yep. or you know, it's just so. After years of it, I've been doing it for going on twenty-seven years. It does kind of wear you out a little bit mm-hmm. to where you're like, okay, I don't want to tell people how I'm feeling. I don't want to tell people that I'm struggling mentally or emotionally or spiritually or physically because what are they going to do with that information, right? You know, and so instead, a lot of people in ministry burn out and get frustrated and kind of quit because they feel alone nobody to talk to, nowhere to go. And that's just been on my heart a lot lately because I think, like you said, I talked to that pastor Sunday. I've talked to a lot of people in ministry over the last month especially. We got a pretty good network of people in churches and, you know, just sharing ideas and talking and texting back and forth. And you realize, like, man, there's a... Yeah, we're all kind of facing the same thing. Now, of course, you might be listening. You might be the rare church in your community that is like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm good. This has been the greatest year ever. We're right. growing. It's all the booming. introverts in the room. Yeah, right. I mean, and everybody else is like, I hate you. And, you know, but that's not the reality for most. Most yeah. people, like, let's just put it on the table. I think most people I talk to, or at least in this area, about a third of their people are just gone. Right. Like gone meaning like they don't even know where they are. Yeah, they're not checking they're in. Not checking they're in, not. Yep. yep. And it's very even even difficult, you know, obviously with the online mm-hmm. campus what what's crazy is how many people even for a short period of time, you know, where they were kind of coming back to the building, they'd been on online for a year and a half. Yep. They finally decided they were going to come back. And how many people were having saying, I was I was watching online. I yeah. was, and you just don't know. You don't I think know. I think mm-hmm. we may have not lost as many people as we think, but we just don't know. Yeah. And that piece of it is also very hard to, sh- to to kind of wrap your brain around. It might help to break this conversation into three parts, basically. Yeah. Three sections. Section one is what do you do with the third of people that you just don't know? Like how do you actually navigate that? Yeah. So let's break it into thirds. Yep. You got a third of people that are just gone. No idea. They might have moved. You know, sure. the rapture yeah. might have happened, and none of us made it. I mean, who knows? They're just yeah. gone. Then you got a third of people that are slowly coming back, but not engaged. Mm-hmm. And then you got a third of people that are back ready to go. Yeah, and it really does kind of feel that way. It I, really does. I think. And the more pastors I talk to, give or take a percentage or whatever, sure. it's about a third. It's like, so let's talk about the first third. Uh, what what can people do strategically with a third of the people that are just gone like you don't know where they are yep uh, and let's loop into that third as well people who you know are no longer at your church yeah so let's, let's talk both so people that are just gone you don't know whether they're coming back or not and then the people that you do know listen we've lost a uh, ton of people let me let, I'll just sure. be honest, like this is an honest podcast we've lost a ton of people from crossroads this yeah. past year mm-hmm. political reasons you know racial tension reasons yep. um doctrinal theology i mean just na- name it across the board uh, mass no mask i mean all that all that stuff uh, we've lost a bunch of people to other churches because they're all looking for what kind of fits where they yeah. are. Not always bad, you know. Um, but then there's also the ones that you just don't know about. Right. I think 
you know, I think obviously we've learned everything is magnified kind of in this COVID season as well. So probably the third people that are or have left were probably the same third people pre-COVID that are leaving or left or didn't stick or didn't, you know, didn't get connected or whatever. But we, we had that, we had a higher percentage of people that were coming, mm-hmm. right? So it kind of balanced out. You didn't necessarily feel it as much, but because no one knew is coming in the doors right. because of COVID, you are magnified <laughs> of the people that have left the doors. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, <laughs> so I think they, that's mostly true. I think, I think a lot of people who probably have left churches were probably already Right, they're they're just looking for a reason to go. They were gonna, yeah, they were gonna leave for one reason or another. But you do have, I think, probably some of the few that you're shocked by. Yeah, like we had a few of those. Just yeah. honestly, I mean, no ill will, but we had a few that I was remarkably shocked. Now, mm-hmm. like when I say we've lost a lot of people, we've not lost our entire church, and we're still doing great. Sure. Yeah, but percentage wise, like yeah, that you feel that, like you, you feel that twenty five to thirty three yeah, percent, right? You feel it either you don't know, and you know. And I think the statement that's been rattling through my mind, I don't, I don't know who said it years ago, was the people who got you here won't be the people that get you there necessarily. Right, right. And I think that it was some, to some degree we have to embrace the fact that all the people who have gotten you to this point in your church very well may not be the people that get you to the next point in your church. Yep. And that kind of stinks a little bit, but at the same time, you know, what do you do with that? But you it's know? encouraging to know that God will continue to bring you people. That's right. And and we want to remind you of that as you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't don't yeah. focus on the people that you know are no longer with you because right. ultimately there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. But you can focus on the people that are with you yeah. or the new people that are coming in. So let's maybe shift into that next third you were talking about. Yeah, I think real quickly as we shift into it, one of the things I think everybody needs to do though is just pick up the phone and call people. Yeah, that's good. Just, that, let's just let's just give one one quick takeaway. <laughs> With the, with the first third of people that maybe you don't know that yeah. are still here or maybe you think have gone to another church, hey, just pick up the phone and call them. Yeah. Just check in on them. That's we good. should have been doing that all along, but we've gotten into the trap. Even here across us, we kind of fell into the rhythm of we're back. And then as soon as we got back to that second third that we're going to talk mm-hmm. about now, the ones that are now coming back, uh, it was real easy to forget like, oh, yeah, there's still a bunch of people that aren't back yet. Yeah. Yeah, we, we probably should check in on them. Yep. So check in on people. So the second third, I would say, are the ones who are back, but they're not ready to be engaged yet fully. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind with that group is just patience and give them time. Yeah. Uh, let's face it, this last year and a half has been rough in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, and then life still goes on. So even though, you know, whether companies or businesses, all things related, but then people are still experiencing losses in their family. Sure. They're still experiencing marriage issues and kids issues and on and on it goes. So the ones who are slowly trickling back, uh, I think at some point we've got to give them a little space to get back. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally, financially, physically, all of those things are still there mm-hmm. that you were, you know, everyone was dealing with before and yeah. during COVID. Yep. And now that we're kind of in this mid COVID stage, we're learning more that, you know, we've got to give people space. We've got to be uh, empathetic. Empathy is one of the things we're focusing on this year yeah. as a church. Yeah. And and I think this is our opportunity to really care for people and meet them where they are. Mm-hmm. That's good. Show them the love of Christ yep. rather than saying, well, you should be back in the building or you right. should do this or you should do that. <laughs> right. Where are you? How are you? Mm-hmm. And how can I help you? Yeah, it's almost like you have to start all over again with what's your next step. Yeah. Like if you think of it in context of everybody has a next step. Mm-hmm. So it probably needs to be when people are coming back 
to reevaluate, okay, you used to be a pretty heavily involved kids leader for us. Yeah. You're back, kind of, but you're not really back serving yet. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be where you're going to serve, or is there something else that maybe God's doing in your life where you can kind of serve somewhere else in the mix there? So I think we got to be a little bit about that. And then... Actually, one one other thing, too, as you care for people in that way, you know, different ministry leaders, everybody's trying to figure out how to get back, and everybody right. needs volunteers now more than ever. Yeah. But continue to remember and ask yourself, is this the best thing for that person? Mm-hmm. Um, I think whether it's kids ministry, youth ministry, production, worship, gr- greeters, ushers, parking team, whatever, I think sometimes... I, I can be so focused on, well, let me get this person back that I'm not even, I'm not asking that question of like, what is best for you? Maybe now is a good time because you might not lose them as a volunteer for your church, but you might lose them as a volunteer for your area. Right. And that's okay. As long as they've found their calling, their gifting (laughs) and what energizes them. And for churches that have more than one campus, you might find that they've gone to the other campus. Yeah. So we've had that happen between our campuses because people live closer to one than the other. And even though they were going to maybe the other one, they've maybe they've slipped back to going to the one closer because of all the things that are happening. And then I think the other thing with the people that are coming back slowly, there's a fine line of encouraging people that, hey, church online is is good, uh, but church in person is better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. And and then, but then at the same time saying, but it's okay if you're still at home. Yeah. Like I, I did that. I felt uh, this past week, I put some social media stuff up leading into Sunday and I, you know, Tony Evans, uh, Dr. Evans made a great statement oh, yeah. about relating, kind of going, kinda around. Like going yep. yeah, it went all over it. Most people probably thought about, you know, uh, going to church and not going to church, relating it to kind of being at home with your marriage or not. It's yeah. going to suffer. Yeah. So that was really cool. Everybody jumped on top of that and I, I you know, I tweeted it and, and, and you know, it was great. But then I put another social media post right after that going, hey, join us Sunday at home or at church. You know, right. It's like we're still kind of in that weird thing where it's like <laughs> some people just aren't ready yeah. to come back yet for whatever reason. Yeah. And some people have now been gravitated to the online campus sure. that aren't in the area. So it's, it's a tricky balance. But I think you hit it right. It's about care. Yeah. Whether people are back in the building or still at home, just care for them and figure out how to care for them. So let's go to the third category. Yep. Uh, the ones that have, have, are back, and they're back, and they're serving, and they're ready to go. What do we do with those people? Well, I, I think it's giving them opportunity to serve or to get involved as well. So sometimes you're so excited about them just being back in the building mm-hmm. that then you neglect <laughs> to give them a next step. Right. You're like, yes, people are yeah. here. Yeah. But what we've been strategic in doing is saying, hey, here is our starting point class. Here are meet and greets. Mm-hmm. Here are ways for you to connect and to get further connected yep. rather than just, oh, we're glad that you're back in the building. You can get kind of caught up in yep. just being, oh, great, we have people back. But now you're now you're 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 missing or there's a gap in volunteering yep. or small groups or whatever because you don't want them to, to fall into a Sunday only category. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, here in Raleigh, we are now the second most desirable place in the nation to live, by the way. You know that, right? Ooh. It came out about a week or two, maybe a month ago, that Raleigh's ranked number two. Take that, Charlotte. Yeah, take that. Oh, (laughs) definitely take that, Charlotte. I know. Take that, Niagara Falls. Right, right. Where I'm from. Exactly. I'm not sure. I think they're on the other list. Yeah, they might, yeah. (laughs) The places to be from, so. Might be a place to visit, but not to live. But with that, I've noticed that a lot of our growth, because we are... in a weird way, still growing, which yeah. is bizarre to me. Like we're 
So our online campus, both of them were still actually kind of growing. But mm-hmm. a lot of our growth, which I'm grateful for, is not people from within our own city that are leaving their church to come here. Right. It's what I'm noticing is people from outside the area that are moving into the area. Yes. And every one of them, I'm telling you, because we had 60 at our meet and greet two weeks ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Between two, we had two meet and greets. Yeah, two meet and greets people. on the same Sunday. We had about 60 new people, like like really new, like first day to oh, yeah. two weeks. Every single one of them, they all said, we watched you online first <laughs> yep. uh, because we were, we were moving to Raleigh. Yeah. And we're, you know, and some of them were like, Hey, we're checking out churches. Yours yep. is one of them. Others are like, yep, we're here. Plug me in, you know? Mm-hmm. So knowing that, I think what you said is very important that you also can't get stuck in the gloom and doom of, you know, oh, we're still not back yet. And right. No, you still got to have next steps and whatever you call them, starting point, growth track, whatever it is, like such a pathway, you still got to have stuff for people to get plugged into, which has been... The challenging thing, I think, for a lot of staff, yeah, because a lot of staff are exhausted. Well, and I, I think too, you've got to think of everything as a funnel. Uh, years ago, I think you and I read the uh, Purpose Driven Youth Group. Oh yeah, uh, Baseball and, Diamond. Yeah, yep. and they talked about you know, hey, here's the funnel where you you can catch most yeah. of your people kind of on a Sunday morning or online, and mm-hmm. and they're not going to be necessarily involved. But then the next layer down, uh, a tighter funnel of people. Yep that they're going to be involved at some level. Maybe it's small groups or maybe it's, you know, uh, just serving on Sunday morning. Then you're going to have another level of people that are leadership mm-hmm. um, and and giving and invested. So that, that funnel it gets smaller with the amount of people. But I think you use the same, a similar yeah. funnel and saying, all right, we're going to, we're going to have something for everyone. It's mm-hmm. going to be online or it's going to be in person. But then we're going to give you strategic next steps to get involved as as, as comfortable as yep. you want to be involved. Yep. And that's going to be a meet and greet. Super simple. The next yep. step after that is going to be a starting point class where you learn more about the church. You learn more about where you can fit in and where you can get involved. Then it's you know, taking the next step in serving or becoming a member or yep. giving or, you know, and you can enter into yep. that Baptism. space. Baptism. There's so many yeah, things in you there. You can enter into that space at any yeah. point. But um, I think giving people those options is key. I'll say two final things with that. With the people who are coming to your building, whether they're back for the first time or been coming back, is one, you've got to work the room Mm -hmm. more now than ever before. Like, that's true. Yeah. Like, myself and all of our staff, we're in the hallways. Yes, be out front. Be out front. And we are meeting people, setting up one-on-ones, grabbing dinner, lunch, breakfast with as many people as we can just to build that connection back for both the people who are new and the and the older people that are back. And then two, I think we got to honor people. Yeah. So this is a great opportunity for you to honor the people who have stuck with you <laughs> for, for the last year and a half. Yep. I mean, there's people that maybe could have left, maybe were thinking about it or, you know, whatever it is, but they're back and they're back serving. So find a way to honor them and do it soon. Yeah. Don't wait until like Christmas or next year. Like find a way to honor some people right now where you are. So... You're well, not alone, people. Yeah, I mean, you're that's not it. Alone. Yeah, you're not crazy. You're not alone. <laughs> uh, we're all there with you. So, yeah, hopefully this conversation has helped you realize, yeah, you're not alone. If nothing else, know that there's people. And here, let me just tell you this. As a person who's been a pastor for a while, like network with other pastors. Yeah. You'll find so much comfort in that mm-hmm. because you realize like you can talk to people that know what you're talking about mm-hmm. and they're struggling with the same things you are too. So don't do ministry alone because you're not alone. Hey, thanks everybody for joining us on this one big thought. We look forward to catching you next week on another episode.